Welcome to the Happy Kids Podcast, produced by the Better Living Institute and sponsored by AppJudo for your software needs, BulletPad for writing lists on your iPad, and also sponsored by our listeners. That's folks like you. We're Kira and Bill Van Ittersom, and welcome to today's show. Today we're going to be talking about our grandkids' Christmas tree. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what a deal. <laughs> Now, everyone in our family knows that I really love the Christmas tree. It's really not Christmas for me if I don't have my tree up. And last year, our tree went up really late because I had been ill with pneumonia around Thanksgiving, and I wasn't really quite up to par by the time the holidays were really getting on top of us. So this year, we actually did better. We got the tree out of storage in time this year to get it up before the holiday. So you could probably tell we have an artificial tree. And we've had a real full-figured artificial tree for several years now. And we use various styles when we put it together, twisting the branches this way and that way. And so it makes a little bit of a different tree every year. But it is really full-figured. <laughs> and we oh, we have lots and lots of things to decorate the tree with. That Well, you know, we've been together for a good long while, almost 40 years. And so we have accumulated a lot of nice ornaments and things to go on the tree. So... It's just really a joy for me. I get it. I put it up and it's a real creative endeavor to put it together. So this year we were talking about getting getting the tree out of storage and making sure we got it over and put it up and up pipes little granddaughter Jenna, who's now seven years old. And she's the middle one. Right. (laughs) And so out she squeals. Grandma, can I decorate the tree? (laughs) And we looked at each other like, okay, this will last about five minutes and she'll be tired and, you know, blow it off and, you know, we'll get the rest of it. But we couldn't, you know, disappoint her at all. And so we said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) We said, oh, yes, of course you can, you know. And of course, I'm thinking, you know, my tree always has to be so beautiful, right? (laughs) In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, no, what's going to happen to my tree? But... We allowed it to happen. Bill went over, got the tree. And actually, it took a little bit of a while. We had hopes of having the tree up by the middle of December because, again, last year went up so late. I don't think we got it up until Christmas Eve, actually. But we thought, oh, yes, we'll have it up and decorated by the middle of December. And then we kept having scheduling problems with the kids not being here or being here and we didn't have the space ready for the tree. You know, we hadn't gotten everything cleaned we, up. We properly. actually gave away a tr- we gave away a chair from our living room so that I could put my tree where it normally goes. I had too much furniture in the living room, so we had a, a new neighbor move in, and and actually they appreciated very much getting that lazy boy chair that we had to remove from the living room, and then we were ready to bring the tree over. So finally, it was actually the weekend before Christmas. And the kids were here for an overnight Saturday over into Sunday. And we thought, wow, what a wonderful time. Christmas was Thursday in 2014. So we thought, what a wonderful time to give this a try. And we'll be relaxed. And we can just go with the flow and see what happens. (laughs) Of course, now our tree is one of those that you have to put each branch on separately. You don't just take it out of the box and pop it up and there's the whole tree sitting there. No, you have to place each branch on separately. And it's a huge tree. This is like a nine-foot tree. (laughs) So we were putting the tree together. That took quite a long time, shaping each of the branches before you put it on there. Then I strung the lights on the tree. 
And the last thing I did, and this was well after, this had taken us all evening, so the kids were already in bed by the time this part of the, this portion of the work was done. But I finally put a garland on the tree. And the garland had actually been made by the children. It was made a couple years ago. They made it out of colored paper. It has various colors, so it looks like a rainbow garland. <laughs> and it's um, a chain link. So we cut the papers into real thin strips, like half-inch wide strips. Oh, about six, seven inches long, and, and they would make these little chains by gluing them together one by one by one by mm -hmm. one. And mm -hmm. by the time we finished that project over the holidays two years ago, that garland was like, I don't know, eight or nine feet long. <laughs> it, was, it was quite long. In fact, I had, strung it, foot, <laughs> I had strung it up on windows. We have two pretty large windows, one in our kitchen area and one in our living room. And I had... I actually put it up last year, which was a year after they made it, but I decorated the windows with it last year. And it is a very lovely garland. So I actually had used it last year, but not on the tree. This year, since it was going to be their tree, I wanted it on the tree. So that's why I put it on the tree before I went to bed. The next morning when they woke up, the garland was there and all of the decorations were available to them so that they could start decorating it. And Bill, you want to tell them what you did to help them get to the tree and have uh, access to it? Well, we have a foldable stepladder type step stool. It's not as tall as a six foot or seven foot stepladder, but it's certainly larger than the stool. It has a platform in the front where you could put your paint. I call it my painting ladder. It's very sturdy. So we never worry about anyone going up on it. So I got that out. We need to take a break for just a moment for a commercial break. We'll be back in just a moment. Time to thank one of our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by BulletPad, the fun and intuitive app for writing outlines and organizing your thoughts on your iPad. With BulletPad, you can quickly create a hierarchical list of bullet points, giving structure to your great ideas. BulletPad is an outstanding tool for writers, thinkers, and folks like you. Begin organizing today. Get BulletPad for free. Just go to the App Store on your iPad and search for BulletPad. So welcome back. And in the continuing story of the Christmas tree, lo and behold, both granddaughters stayed with this project for hours. <laughs> this is from like, say, Sunday morning. Oh, gosh, we got up, we had breakfast, so now it's around 10 o'clock in the morning, and they started putting ornaments on. Then we got a call from our son who said, well, would you mind if they stayed over one more night? We said, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he had shopping to do, and he had gift wrapping to do, and he had all kinds of activities, so they were going to be there now till Monday morning. Of course, school is off, and we're off, too, so everything worked out fine. But we're thinking this is going to be uh, maybe a 20-minute, half-hour process, and they're going to get real tired of this board. Work. <laughs> work. You know, it's too much work for them. But, oh, they just had so much fun. Of course, like I told you, I have a gazillion things for them to look at and things that they wanted to get their hands on. So they were just amazingly tenacious about doing the tree. And, and they were each taking turns and being very polite about it. Each and Papa was digging through the plastic carton of hooks because we always separate the hooks and put them in a bowl. And I swear, I don't understand 
how from one year to the next, we put those hooks away and put them carefully in the box of ornaments. But by the time you take them out next year, they are so tangled. <laughs> and so I'm separating them out and they're waiting for me. Where's my hook? Where's my hook? You know, because they're so tangled up, but just a big mass, almost like steel wool. <laughs> now, this tree is like twice, easily twice as big and twice as tall as our young granddaughter, the four-year-old. And so she's climbing way up to the top of the ladder and reaching over. And she's just looks so diminutive next to this tree. And you're thinking, oh, wow, you know, and she just was brave enough. At first, she was a little bit timid because it was quite tall and she had to lean over the tree to reach over to get the ornaments onto it. But she just started doing it pretty soon. She was just really quite adept at it. So she was taking turns with her seven-year-old sister and one would get up there then come down, and the other one would go back up. And it was just so much fun watching them share, and everything went so smoothly. We were just amazed. And they really did a nice job of balancing. They finished the lower levels, then they worked on the middle level, and then they got up on the ladder to do the higher levels, and then, of course, they had to go to the highest level. But it was amazing how well they took different groups of ornaments and placed them around and got a sense of design. I think it was really amazing for a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. But the most amazing thing for us was how they hung in there. And by gosh, Sunday night, we turned off all the lights and we had the lights of the tree on and it was really, really gorgeous. <laughs> they did a wonderful job. <laughs> now, another thing that occurred because we got this extra day to have the kids, about a week prior to the time we started doing the tree, Bill and I had gone shopping because I had this great idea that I would have the kids make ornaments to give away as gifts to their parents and other relatives. And I thought, wouldn't that be fun? They could just sit down and start decorating some ornaments. So we got off to the store. We bought all these really great things. We had bought these star shapes. They were foam shapes. And then we bought glitter glue that was actually in these bottles, these bottles of different colored glitter that they could just squeeze out onto their stars. And it dries and... It dries real hard, so you don't have to put down white glue and then pour glitter on it and then try to find a way to get the glitter right. picked up. Uh, it just comes squeezing out of the container. Great glue. invention, you know, because I can remember the glitter all over the carpet and all over everything when my kids were little. But anyway, we also bought them some little eyes, you know, the little... Google white, eyes. <laughs> Google eyes. And, and pipe cleaners and... Some other little foam shapes that they could glue onto their other their shapes that they were decorating. Little candy canes yeah. and little uh, hearts and yeah, oh, Christmas tree little shapes. shapes, you know, <laughs> size of a nickel or a dime. Mm -hmm. And then uh, also some little crystals that they could put on there and balls. They had the little balls, you know, like the ones you make noses and things out out of different colors. So I had different colors. I had decorative colors of balls. And then also we bought felt squares in lots of different colors. It's time to take another break, Kira. Be right back after a note for our sponsor. Also sponsoring our show today is AppJudo, your complete web and mobile application development service. AppJudo uses the best technologies and computer science principles to build attractive and intuitive user interfaces that your customers will easily understand and love to use. Whether you want to design and build a new app or refactor and redesign an existing app, AppJudo can help make your project a success. 
visit AppJudo today at www.appjudo.com. Now that we're back, <laughs> we'll continue the story with the ornaments. So the next morning, the kids were here, and after breakfast, I took out some trays, which I keep in the kitchen. I have some plastic serving trays there. Like from a cafeteria. Yeah. I don't know where we ripped them <laughs> off from. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think they may have belonged to our son or something. But anyway, each one of the kids got one of those, and we gave them each four good size foam stars and said, you know, here are some things that you can decorate to put on the tree. So we thought that would just be really fun since they had taken ownership of the tree and we were quickly running out of time to be doing a lot of other major projects, making gifts and things like that. And they had four different stars. There was a yellow one, a green one, a blue one, and an orange one. And each child got those four colors and we said, you know, go to it. And I just sat these little dishes of the various things we had bought for them to decorate. Put, out put on them the in table. little plastic containers so that they could be right in front of their workstation. It was on the kitchen table. Right. <laughs> and they just went to it and they made the most beautiful decorations. They were very colorful and they were very creative. And each child did something really wonderful that they loved. And and all four of each of them were different. You know, one star would have Google eyes and then they would put a mouth and a nose and one star had candy canes. And these are like, again, small little stick on pieces punched out of the foam. And in one case, the candy canes became little ears. We'll take pictures of some of these and put them up on our website. So you can get an idea of it. I was just amazed to see what they were coming up with, what they were actually creating. Sometimes they actually put a little foam tree that was sort of in the middle of their star, and they decorated it so that it looked like a little tiny Christmas tree on the star. Some of the decorations were just so clever and really creative. They had such a great time with that. Then we just sort of set them aside because all of the different glitter glue needed to dry and we didn't want them to be touching it in the meantime. So we set the trays. They were on these trays. It was perfect. We just put the trays away from them, put them away, put all the things away that they had used to decorate them. It was a very quick cleanup project. Now, it and does take a while for this glitter glue to dry. It took longer than we thought. So as you're thinking about this for a project, let's say for perhaps Easter this year, perhaps even for Valentine's Day. It took us almost overnight, maybe even part of the next day, for that glitter glue to really thoroughly harden up. Mm -hmm. So it was actually when they were back over at our house, they went back to their dad's. But when they came back on Christmas Eve, we were actually able to hang these ornaments. <laughs> So Bill got the hole puncher and punched And this is just holes. a single hole punch, just a handheld single hole punch. And you were punching the holes into the corners of the stars and then giving them their little hangers that they had to attach. And so Bill was in charge of that project. And then once again, the kids each got up on the ladder and placed their stars on the tree wherever they wanted them to go. And this time our nine-year-old grandson did hang his own stars. So actually... He did hang four ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> so he has a little bit of ownership in the tree as well. So that's how my Christmas tree became the grandkids' Christmas tree. And I was just so pleased because the tree was absolutely beautiful. It was stunning. And it was hard to believe that the kids had done it. It was so beautiful. So this is another example of just happiness. And we call it happiness in a jar. <laughs> because you can 
put it together, unscrew the lid, pour it out, and it's a fun thing. It really it's is. It's fun for you. <laughs> it's fun for them. It didn't cost very much to put this together. The planning wasn't all that amazing, and yet it was just relaxed and fun and a good time. <laughs> so I guess the message I'd leave you with is that very often, happiness just really has to be an intention. It's something that you really have to plan to have in your life, and you intend it, and it does happen, and the outcome can be so much better than you might think. <laughs> you know, give it a shot. That's our show for today. Bill and I want to thank you again for listening to the Happy Kids Podcast. To subscribe to our show, go to iTunes Podcast and look for Better Living Institute Happy Kids Podcast. There you'll also find all the podcasts produced by the Better Living Institute. The Book Talk Podcast, the Healthy Tips Podcast, the Love Stories Podcast, the Happiness Experience, and of course, Happy Kids Podcast. At the Better Living Institute, we're creating health, wealth, and happiness, one loving conversation at a time. You can also find our podcasts and view all the great stories, photos, and links that we post by visiting our website at www.betterlivinginstitute.com. Bill and I encourage you to leave us a message about your own Happy Kids experiences on our website's contact page. We'd love to share them with our listeners on a future show. You can also message and like us on Facebook at Better Living Institute or send an email to email at betterlivinginstitute.com. We hope you'll listen again next time and remember to share our show with your friends and family. This is Karen Bill Van Ittersom for the Better Living Institute saying so long for now, everyone. Bye.